Good morning everyone. Welcome to Monday and Morning Stretches. This is Amanda, the Emotional Strength Trainer. Thank you for joining me. So just make sure we are on live here and do the same thing every day. There we go. We're live now. Okay, so today's topic I'm going to talk to you about how codependency starts out as people pleasing and while hello Shirley while we're waiting for a couple of people to come on I will share this around and invite a couple of people to join as well I read a really interesting article on the weekend uh, by a woman who had been in a uh, narcissistic relationship and how she realized it evolved and I'm looking at it thinking this started with people pleasing so that's the thing with this topic is it's very it's very insidious it's like you just it doesn't take much to start joining the dots together you just need some help to join the dots together so uh it's it's quite interesting how it plays out so i'll just share into one more group hello everyone michelle house is in the house oh michelle is the queen of books and she gave me another really cool book on the weekend so <laughs> a little bit excited about it she gave me the Ina Segal book all that time ago as well which transformed everything and then um and then this other cool one on the weekend so we have Anne here and Katie is joining and Suzanne Shirley Laurie is here as well thank you for joining me oh one more share into my beloved e-school as well so that we can talk about it we have our weekly session today our big energy session so we will talk about it in there as well all right so before I get started on that big heads up another article that I read this morning from elephant journal is uh, there has been there is a 200,000 kilometer coronial hole in the sun which means that it is flying these big energy hits out of the sun now think about that 200,000 kilometers wide so what it does is it sends these um i think it's the term is geomagnetic storms or whatever so you just imagine a big solar flare coming off now the other thing that i learned at equinox time the earth the way it works is there is a crack that forms in our magnetic field so these um, big holes are flinging energy at the earth so as your friendly neighborhood emotional strength trainer I want to let you know to make sure that you be open and honest around those people who aren't aware of these personal development um, things and let them know that if you have peaks or troughs in your emotions over the next few days or if you feel um, unusually exhausted that's what this energy does um, as this article described we have an energy field and we call it our aura so the earth has one so when you get these huge big waves from the sun and it, there was some quantity of like tons of impact or something and it was it had 160 at the front and then all these clumps of zeros <laughs> so i'm like let's say 160 gazillion tons of impact is flying towards the earth okay and they said that it's going to be around until about the 26th i think from the 16th to the 26th so it's one of those things <laughs> you, um 
just be careful and also don't take it personally if you've got other people around you who are going off their chops for no reason because <laughs> we're all getting magnified with the, the the sun so let's see who else has arrived hello Libby that's about it and I have a message from the lovely Cassie and Sharon is here too cool how and um, it's not too many sleeps before we head off to Fiji PS we still have one spot available I have to give um, the chap our final numbers at the end of this week so if you still want to come let me know we'll hook you up Alrighty, so let's get on to today's topic. <clears throat> After I read this article that this woman had written about how she saw the patterns and how she got away from her narcissistic husband, like narcissism gets belted around a fair bit now and there are, you have levels of it. You've got the narcissism, then you've got the personality disorder, which then goes into sociopathy and then psychopathy. The foundation of them all is lack of empathy, okay? Now, one of the things that I learned as well through my journey about learning about narcissism and codependency is that you will have somebody in your adult life. If you're, if you're a codependent, so that means that you're the, the, the one that's suffering the most from the narcissist telling you things like gaslighting and having you question your sanity. Um, it's always your fault. You're to blame for everything, all of those sorts of things. Um, you will have had an adult showcase codependency and narcissism to you so that you choose the codependency. Now, this would be more along the lines of um, an interest factor for me if you identify as a codependent, if you're an eldest, the eldest child or not in your family, because that's another um, part that I'm investigating as well, if the eldest children have the tendency to be the codependents, because they're given... Um, high levels of responsibility, be a good girl, be a good boy, um, don't upset, upset the grown-ups because the grown-ups don't know what's happening with a first child. It's the first time they've they've had a child, they don't know how babies, so there's that high level of um, stress and, you know, um, hypervigilance is everything okay. And then the second child comes along and because the first one's still alive, it's like, cool, this is a piece of cake. But you're then, and I especially know in my era, um, you, we were given, I was given a lot of responsibility very early, but also in this whole notion of keeping the grown-ups happy. Uh, and in, in my family home, my narcissist that was showing me what to do was my father and the codependent in that relationship was my mother. But then when it came as I got older, the narcissist relationship was with my mother to me and my father was just there and that was one of my biggest dawnings my mother conditioned me to believe a certain way about my father that I because you know when you're a child you look at your parents and think they speak gospel until your brain finishes growing and then sometimes you don't think that anymore and I was one of them so I was able to sit there as later on and recognize the conditioning that my narcissistic mother towards her eldest daughter created in order to maintain her codependency in the relationship with my father, which brought into her story of not wanting to have a family home that was like the narcissist and codependent relationship that she had 
showcased to her by her parents. And it was the same. And this is one of the things I'm excited about and can put a positive spin on the loss of my family of origin is the I'm, I'm breaking the patterns. There is not going to be anything like this from the generations following me, which I'm really excited about. So how codependency starts as people-pleasing is that energy that says be a good girl, don't upset anyone, um, make sure everybody else is happy before you are. And that's a, a control mechanism that gets put into place by adults who don't really have a lot of calmness about their life. And then that's the other thing. We don't know what happened in our grown-ups' lives because we, were, we weren't there for the first part of it and then we were infants and children and they wouldn't have told us and we weren't around them when they were making decisions and stuff like that all the time. However, the energy in the home, which is what I would join the dots to about being frightened of the dark last week, that can also play in because children are open and they will feel those kind of things. Bring it in together with the don't upset anyone. So if you're sitting there and you're frightened of the dark and you're not allowed to upset anyone or not allowed to have emotions and those sorts of things, then that's also going to start to create the neural pathways in your life that says your best bet is to be codependent and then you will automatically attract um, a narcissist. I don't know whether many of you have um, been watching the Married at First Sight here in Australia. I've been reading the articles <laughs> that this man writes on a news site after the episodes because the whole thing just makes my skin crawl. However, the stuff that I've been reading about this guy, Dean, um, and this woman that um, they partnered with him and these so-called relationship specialists and psychologists, I wonder, like, what I've been... Because I watched one of the... Um, things, whatever they're called, where they have a, a ceremony thing, whether they decide to go or stay. And, all, and then all of that, you can watch in the ads to see what happens. And they hooked up a, a codependent with a narcissist. And it was the the whole, let's not say anything, or the, the narcissist keeps doing these things that are so abhorrent, but there's no personal power in a codependent to stand up and go, you know what? You're disgusting and walk away. And you know in a child relationship with an adult, we don't have the capacity to be able to look at our parents and go, you're disgusting and walk away until much later when we can look after ourselves. And we're not codependent anymore because we can't, you know, they're supposed to be paying and, and that while you're children, those like helping you have your life, go to school, all that sort of stuff. So... The people-pleasing aspect that then starts to formulate in your life is a really um, well-ridden road in your energy system, in your cellular makeup, which is why it's so hard for some people to break the habits, to be able to sit there and let things go to the keeper because you don't want to create a fuss or a scene. The other thing with codependency and narcissism is that you're always the, the foundation of blame. So even when you start to say to people out of your people-pleasing ways where you start to learn to say no, and as soon as somebody sits there and says, well, that's very unreasonable, you're not allowed to say no to me, you've never said no before, 
the fear will rise and the triggers will come because of all of the blame that you've had. So you go back into the the record player of story that says, should I have said that? Oh, I feel really bad now. Like I, I'm, I'm okay. I don't need to have. So you start to justify it and those sorts of things, which then is just that hideous merry-go-round that keeps you feeling shit. And I would like to encourage you to take the PowerPoint out of the merry-go-round and get off because it's not sustainable. And as I um, will be teaching everybody in the mastermind that we're doing, it is going to end up, if it hasn't already, making you sick. And it's one of those things that you just, it's, it's not worth it. There is no harm or foul in getting into a new rhythm of life that is putting yourself first. And you do get to a situation where something is going on and you'll just choose to say nothing, not from a point of not wanting to upset anyone, but from a point of, uh, what's the word, empowerment, that these people around you aren't worth your energy. So that's a really new way of living for a people person and it's not a people pleaser and it's not um there's no negativity attached to it it's just like okay and keep going because the awareness is there that you know what the difference is with somebody blaming you it's got nothing to do with you everything to do with them and being able to then articulate yeah i know you're not used to me being like this but this is the new me so you can get used to it or not (laughs) all right So that was just the the dots that I wanted to join for you today uh, around, and it's part of the reason why your checklist has the three items that will lead you into understanding who the grown-ups were in your life that started the process that you could then qualify yourself into the codependent stakes as well as people-pleasing. Okay, so that's a big part of... Um, the the picture and the puzzle and the good thing about the checklist if there's nothing there that resonates then we know that that you can cancel that whole part out and we can start to investigate the other thing now here's the exciting part excuse me for a second I'll be back in a tick oh I'll be back in a second Can you hear me? The people are, um, the people are coming to take away our temporary fence, and they're very noisy. So hopefully, that is okay. Can you give me a thumbs up to let me know you can hear me? Hello, Rosemary. Hello, Eliza. Laurie's the eldest. Okay, who else have we got there? All right, that's good. Okay, good. Laurie can hear me. Okay. So the good news about the mastermind, which starts on the 28th, okay, is, and even though it's backwards, the, I have a, a printed copy of the emotional strength training manual that we will be working through in the group. Now, this is the eight step solution to get you through your people pleasing. And I want to be as bold enough to say that you will be healing 
your the highest level of your people pleasing after this process. The eight steps that we go through together with there'll be energy on in the the mastermind. But if you want the energy healing uh, each week, then that's going to come. You'll come into eSchool and follow the process with the hashtags and things we'll be using into there. But the good thing about this is there's lots of information. And once you have this document, you can use this eight-step process across any aspect of your life that is causing you grief. It's the, it's the formulation that I've um, developed over nine years of doing this work and thousands of energy sessions. Okay, so it works. It's not a quick fix as I spoke about last week, as you can tell with how I've built the concept today with people pleasing and codependency, it happens over years. So that's why this is going to be an eight week process that we go through together. A lot of handholding, a lot of fresh eyes that can sit there and recognize things that say, oh, I think you should follow this direction to try and get rid of that aspect. So when you're living your story all the time, the ahas don't come. But when you have somebody with a fresh set of eyes with the energy going on, you can. Okay, so that's one of the things that I'd really love to encourage you to do. Um, and when you join, you get the download for this. This um, I printed off a couple for some people who need to have the hard copy. So I'm hoping that this will become so so successful, I'll get them done as hard copies anyway, and then you can get them in the mail so that they're um, easy to keep in your cupboard. All right, so that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful week. And for those of you in the North, that your weekend ended up okay and your St. Patrick's Day celebrations went well, I'm off to go and get prepared for e-school and I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now.